You are now tuned into All Bets In with my guys. My guys, my guys, my guys. My guys sports. A man with the dream What's up, everybody? Welcome to All Bets In with my guy Sports. This is Divisional Round, Episode 19. I'm B Spurl Spurl Online. And with me is Money Line, Rich Will. Hey, it's going guys. Man, what's happening, everybody? Thank y'all for tuning in. Second round of the playoffs here. Um, great games last week. Got some good ones coming up this week, so um, recording here on a Saturday morning. We're gonna get this one right out to you for the game start. But uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, what's going on with you, Rich? Not much, man. So here we are. A little anxious today. Let's put these on quick and get these lines in the round real quick. Man. It's a lot of I've been watching. I was uh, on a uh, round down the rabbit hole last night listening to all these. These uh, experts over here talking about you know these games and shit has been kind of interesting. I never felt like an underdog more in my life. I'm like, dang, we're the number one seed. <laughs> so so it's, it's getting ready for getting ready for this game today. Man, yeah, that's uh, that's always a good feeling, man. Getting to see a team <laughs> and still still yeah. marching forward at this point in the race. So. Um, Man, it's uh, it that's that's gonna be just a good playoff football game. I'm excited. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, I mean, some good games this week, man. It's just this last last week of football was just wild card round was kind of trash. It's like uh, y'all extended this extra playoff spot. Y'all need to give it back because uh, man, it wasn't competition. Yeah, it was uh, a couple of blowouts, man. But the uh, Oh yeah, Buffalo and Tampa Bay, big blowout. Blowout, Tampa blowout. <laughs> yeah. That Chiefs uh, game looked like it was about to go different, man. It was like it was about to be a different kind of ball game. In the beginning, right? Yeah, I was like, man, it's under it. I don't think the Chiefs got rolling until the second quarter. So I was like, man, it's gonna be closer than we thought. Man, we've seen them over the past few years just uh, hit a switch. Some at, at certain points, you know. Uh, they got a switch and they turned it on in that game for sure. Um, yeah, a real crazy switch. Yeah. Now, definitely, it's uh, even weird the last two matchups between those two teams. I just felt that you would think that the Steelers' defense would be able to slow them down. And, uh, I mean, 42 points and 36 points the last two matchups against them. So, uh, yeah, that's. Uh, and it's just uh, they're just overmatched in that one. Yeah, I don't think they hit it. You watch the Steelers after the first quarter, just kind of look like I know they respect Big Ben, but I don't think they look at him as a leader. They didn't look like a team that was trying to, you know, play for somebody. It was something different for me. They they knew it was coming to them. To yeah, they knew it was over. And you don't want to extend nobody's hope. Like go out there and you beat the Chiefs, then <laughs> then Big Ben thinks about not retiring. It's like nah, get him like get him in that forty 
million dollar contract out of here. Yeah. No, that's uh I'm with you on that one. What's your <laughs> what was your thoughts on this uh on the on the Niners Cowboys, man? Man, I really thought that I really, really, really like I told you, I really, really thought they were gonna roll in. I, I thought I really legitimately thought the Cowboys were gonna come in and and put some work in. And I was gravely mistaken. Um I was I guess a surprise is the word. Um I mean actually let me take that, but I don't know how surprised I am from the coaching standpoint. I think like Dallas has a lot of issues that um they don't have to address in the offseason. You know, um Mike McCarthy in the playoffs is does, does what Mike McCarthy does, you know. He um he's not a big winner in that space. Just the play calling was questionable. To to as a coach, I think your job is like you said, assess the game, you know, and game plan. Even the greats, like everybody has crowned Kyle Shanahan as, you know, the greatest offensive mind in the world. But we we've seen, you know, offensive minds, you know, West Coast offense being invented. You know, Mike McCarthy was a great play caller and offense designer. But, you know, the game management and the flow of the game, I think a lot of people forget, like, not to, not running the ball to me is the 49ers, like, it's not like they were just stopping the run. Like, he didn't even run the ball enough to even figure out if it was going to get established. And they weren't down to me that much where they shouldn't abandon the run. I don't know if that's on McCarthy or that's on Kellen Moore. But to me, I feel like their philosophies are the same. They want to throw the ball a thousand times. You know, but what's the point of having two, you know, to me, two all pro backs and you just, you know, you know, whatever else. The defense to me played good. I mean, besides the damn penalties, like they played as good as they were going to play. The offense didn't help them. Like if you make Jimmy G drop back 30 times, that 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 defense was going to get to him. And they forced a pick and they could have hit him more. He was ruffled towards the end of the game. But I just I'm just surprised at the way the game was it just wasn't a good flow. It was it was a, a horribly call game plan for in my opinion it's like they was more caught up in the hype of frisco's pass rush and d-line than it actually was because to me cowboys skills offense position was better than any defensive position that the that the niners have especially the damn cornerbacks yeah no it's um i don't know it's it i've i've been um I was and I was impartial, so I'm not talking to somebody yeah. who liked the other side because I I I said I didn't like either side. Yeah, exactly. So you didn't care about either side. <laughs> but um, you know, that's one of those games that I've seen over again where Cowboys are expected to do something, <laughs> and um, and the spotlight is on, and they just they're just prisoner to just not being able to perform in those moments. And I that, I felt like that was one of those moments I was I was uh, worried about, especially against a team who is uh is going to be, bring a physical presence to them. And I just was like, uh, I, mean, I wasn't I wasn't too so. But um, yeah, the biggest um, I, I I say they should be ashamed that after that game they went on po- podium and blamed. Oh us. man. That was probably the uh, biggest the thing. Worst. When you that was the worst. When you when you had what 11, 14 pre-snap penalties, like it just Man, just just like just killer terrible. defensive penalty at the end of the game. Like it was so undisciplined, man. Just just killer. And and, and penalties and most penalty penalized team in football. One of the most talented, won all those games, and you can't win the important ones because you're undisciplined. 
and you just so you know that goes strict strictly back to coaching but even before that it goes it starts from the top you know they don't have a have a structure in place where you know they know who the head guy really is <laughs> and the head yeah. guy is not the guy on the sideline is <laughs> the guy that be in the box and it just matriculates down to the rest of the team so you know i you know they should have won they definitely had the got the more talented team they sh- could have been able to exploit weaknesses but came down to it just the moment was just just a little bit too big um <coughs> excuse me but gotcha. um thank you but yeah that was um and the niners you know i didn't i didn't think they did anything great i think they just came in and just 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 play together as a team, you know, um, and just just play physical. You know, they beat the beat the Cowboys up front. Um, so Cowboys got some stuff they gotta do in the offseason. They they've been trying to skip over the O line and that yeah. once great O line is you have to understand they getting those guys are older, they're getting worn down. Mm-hmm. You need some guys to replace some of their reps. You can't expect them to be able to play full season so you need a guys to be able to rotate within there that are that can be ready to take their place or you're gonna have a bad old line with all this other stuff because you're ignoring it so they got to get back to that that old line just kind of got manhandled up front and that allowed yeah. Frisco to score 23 points and win by a touch six points <laughs> man it didn't even feel like watching the game it didn't even feel like they was being manhandled like it just felt like they I mean they they were getting a little per- – I just felt like, you, how do you neutralize a pass rush? I mean, when when cornerbacks are playing 10 yards off you, like, and you got CD and Amari Cooper, and they don't touch the ball, and, and then Jerry Jones is upset about Amari Cooper's contract, like, he didn't design the game plan. Like, no. this is on you. This is on your coaches. You need to make a decision. To me, Mike McCarthy is one of the best play cards we've ever seen in football. I don't really care – you know, whatever. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. Aaron, Michael McCarthy is one of the greatest play callers I've ever seen. And you know, it doesn't. He he was in San Francisco for a while. He knows that West Coast West Coast offense. And Kellen Moore may be a genius, but I think Kellen Moore um, still needs time to continue to develop as an L coordinator. Or is he going to be a head coach where he can dictate the whole game? Because what I've seen is just – it just – I didn't feel like they were just – I didn't feel like they were overmatched. The game was really a lot closer than the final score was. And, you know, it's, they just didn't – you can't – Zeke can't touch the ball 11 times. And and Tony Pollard, who's been a stud all year, touch it, what, three times, four maybe? I barely remember him touching the ball. No, don't even remember him touching the ball. That's crazy to me. Like, y'all went in and said, okay, we're going to throw the ball, but only when it's deep. Like, you got to take what they give you. That's on Dak, too, because you see that line. I mean, Aaron Rodgers would have audible out that shit without any question. Oh, you guys going to play 10 seconds? Oh, okay, I'm just going to throw this. I'm going to throw it every time until somebody comes up. And Aaron, I've seen Aaron do it. I'm going to, if you're going to back play off 10 times, and let's be honest, Devontae Adams may be better than both of those, but there's nobody on the roster that had that can amount to a Green Bay's wide receiver core who's as good as Amari Cooper, CD, or, or Wilson. So it's like at some point, you had to take those shots. I just felt like they just didn't take enough shots. It was it was kind of disturbing to me, honestly. Yeah, moment was too big. Got too cute. Too big. <laughs> you know, got too cute, and you know, 
Cute get you beat. So cute get you cute get you beat. One yeah. of one of them fall ball McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. I think they got uh they panicked because they got down early and decided, hey, just abandon it. Felt that they didn't uh that they couldn't just continue running the football for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, people uh you know, like you always say, man, the moment's too big, you know. You realize that it's a it's a long football hour football game, but in reality you just feel like you're down 14, you can't come back, you know, and it's like, nah, you can't. <laughs> you you gotta you gotta pick your spots to win. But traditionally, Mike, this is I was looking at a study pull off from Aaron Rodgers, like in majority of those games, he's been down in his playoff losses, he's been down in the first half in the first half. And it's like, okay, okay, you can count two of those against LaFleur, but shit, the other uh nine law the other seven losses was on McCarthy and they have not started fast in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. At all in any game, you talking about you know having a damn uh, top five quarterback of all time, and your team traditionally as a starter pass. So that's a mix between Rodgers and a mix between McCarthy. But you you gotta have a better game plan to go out there and attack. Yeah, no, I agree with that, man. Um, so that was that was that one there. Um, yeah. Um, Patriots Bills. Um, he was all over that one. Uh, it for me it was the same thing. I was impartial on this one too. But um, you know, one thing that stood out to me in this matchup is uh, it's almost like the big brother little brother um, deal. It's like whenever you, if you, and I don't have brothers, but you know, you just assume just that that's type of re- relationship. It's like once you let the little brother beat you up, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's kind. Of, it's kind of hard, you know, and I didn't like how they, how the New England let them come in there and beat them that game. And Josh Allen did it comfortably. And I was like, that can build some, that can build confidence. I don't like that moving forward. And they came out and then in that game and they meant business from kickoff. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was personal, personal, extreme confidence. Like, and um, it would, I mean, I I don't think they punted not one time whole game. No, they did not punt. No, they just walked over that Bill Belichick defense like it wasn't like it didn't exist. Yeah, and uh, you know, and we was kind of talking before. Um, that defense is is slow. Like they're good, <laughs> but they don't have any speed from their like front seven. Like they don't have linebackers with speed. You know, that can move and you know, move and tackle, and it was exploited when Buffalo started running the football. It was like, mm-hmm. okay, these dudes are not – they can't yeah, really Devontae run with Hightower us. was horrible. <laughs> and he's an older guy, and he's never mm-hmm. been fast, and, you know, mm-hmm. no lateral speed. So it's, they got to upgrade at, at that level of their defense because even the secondary, as you could tell as the season got – went on like guys like uh McCourty and you know those guys are getting older and you could tell Diggs and Davis and Emmanuel Sanders they was just faster quicker they could get mm-hmm. easily they could get separation so you know that's they was in sync they was in sync so it's something that they're gonna have to address they're gonna have to add more speed and athleticism to that to that defense which is a really good defense you know um mm-hmm. but uh yeah, yeah just some holes some there good point so no uh no coverage from the linebackers, no nothing. Like even J.C. Jackson was getting torched 
And I just say just was one of those games where he just he just well, it was over from it was over that pick was a game changing. That pick would have changed again. If he would have caught that touchdown, we'd probably be talking about a different game. The momentum was just sunk out when Matt Jones threw that pick to Michael Hyde in the, in the end zone. You could see the momentum just flip completely and was it was on from there. Man, that that was a uh that was a spectacular play by the defense. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Michael Hyatt was killer. We've seen it in Green Bay, but, you know, we don't retain nobody. But, uh, he, uh, yeah, that was an amazing play. I mean, like I said, they both were all pro uh, safeties. You know, Michael Hyatt was second all pro, and then it was a Jordan – what's his last name? Jordan Poirier. Last Poirier, yeah, he was, no, he was first team all uh, all pro. So, you know, they, they that's, that's the strength of their defense. Man. No, they, 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 uh, yeah, they, I, I agree with you. That, that play just what a spectacular play took the, took the energy out of the, out of them right yeah. then and there. You could tell. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, this was like, goodbye. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, the Eagles game, the only thing about that the Eagles Bucks game, I know you had a little bit, uh, uh, more in depth thought about that game, but, the biggest thing that stood out to me was just how the money poured in on the Eagles to get that that line down to seven before kickoff. That was um, uh, I don't, I mean, Eagles been getting weird money flux in on them like that throughout the season, but that was a weird one and uh, Completely. wasn't even close. Yeah, that's a that's a lot. Yeah, I mean. And we had just didn't have no – it just, to me, just wasn't a game. I just felt like it was going to be – you know, you're the number one rush offense. Anytime a team switches identity in the middle of the year in the playoffs, you have to be able to do, you know, something more than once, per se. You got to be able to, have to be more diverse, and your strength can be a uh, – your strength can be a strength of other teams, especially when it comes to selling out on the run. They basically say that y'all not going to run on us, and we're going to hit – we're going we're gonna to make Jalen Hurts uncomfortable all game. And then this ultimately the, the play. This is another. This is one of the worst play calling game flows I've ever seen in my life. From sorry, was it Sariani or whatever the name is? Sirianni. Sirianni. Yeah, it just was pretty bad, man. It, it, that was that offensive game plan. You don't even attempt to. This was a game where they were wounded, and you don't even attempt to hit them where they were supposed to be. It just it was devastating me to watch because any other team that would have caught, even the Cardinals would have caught them like that. They might have, it might've been a real field goal type this game. That was the one time, that's like we always say, you either hit Brady, like Brady and LeBron to me are the same. You either hit them early in the, in the playoffs or don't hit them at all. They get stronger. Like a dang saying in, in, in Dragon Ball Z, the more they keep going and going, the harder they are to put out. And that was an opportunity. I feel like the game should be a lot closer, but it was overmatched talent-wise, man. They, they uh, the game plan. Their secondary wasn't as good as they want to, and then Mike Evans is resurrected from the dead somehow, and uh, he's playing you know, outstanding. So overall, bad play calling game. Uh, they didn't take advantage of nothing. The Bucks were weakened, and it just and and they, and they got ran on too. So which is traditionally not you know normal against the Eagles. So this is a bad game overall. Yeah, I didn't even I didn't even watch a whole lot of that one. Uh, just watched the uh, started off early watching it, and once Tampa Bay went up, I was like, "Yes, I mean, it's a it's a wrap after this." Um, but you know, rookie head coach, you know, um, 
And they didn't really play a lot of competition coming down the stretch. They played a lot of NFC East, kind of like the Cowboys ended, you know, they last five to six games, 80% of the schedule NFC East, you know, and uh, that that ain't going to get you ready for, for the playoffs. So. No, not at all. <laughs> so, uh, they were, they were, not that they were fraudulent. I think they overachieved. I thought they were average football team. But, yeah, it, asking a lot for them to come in there and uh, – and be ready, prepared to beat Tom Brady, but definitely has some parts of that game that they should have been able to keep that game closer for sure. I agree with that. Um, I don't have much on the Raiders, Bengals, or the uh, Cardinals, Rams. Um, no, nah, I mean, either. Yeah. They're all both trash games as well. The Raiders, is what they, they weren't supposed to be there playing house money. They almost could have won the game, but, you know, that was, that was pretty much it. And it uh, the other game was Cardinal Rams over from the jump. From the jump, that game dropped down to three before kickoff two, which was which was weird. So, um, I think we've been talking about that before. Playing them, watching lines move like that, and going the opposite <laughs> that line move really? tends to tends to work. Um, but yeah. Um, Two and four on the picks on the wild card, so uh, not a not a great week. But uh, we got some more games here today, so we got four uh, four games here on the slate. Let's dive into those. Uh, first game we got here: Bengals at the Titans. Tennessee favorite four total forty eight. Just open Tennessee minus six and a half total forty seven. Bengals coming off that twenty six nineteen win at home, first playoff win. In a long, long time, um, beating the Raiders there um, in Tennessee, coming off the bye, um, fresh off the bye, getting some pieces back. Derrick Henry supposed to be back for this one, and um, this uh, this is probably one of the it, to me it's an interesting matchup. It's probably one of the least exciting, I guess, from a fan standpoint. But uh, what's your looks on this one right here? Um, it is a very interesting game. Um, I mean, with Derrick Henry back, obviously it's a problem. They were a problem even if Derrick Henry didn't play. In me, your opinion, we felt like they were going to reach it, you know, reach the Super Bowl. He definitely helps some boost. But I don't know, the team that's to me is just is just they're 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 probably the most complete team in all three phases of the game, offensively, defensively, and and especially not the best, but the 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 most balanced. You would say. They, you know, they're they're good in all those spaces, but when you got Derrick Henry back, I mean, if he's on the field, that that means is is gonna pressure defense. I'm gonna get uh, Trey uh, was it Trey Hickerson back for the Bengals. He's gonna play, not playing a D tackle hurts. Um, yeah, I mean the overall man, yeah, man, for him. Look on this game with I, I like the Titans no matter if Derrick Henry was gonna play or not. I think the Bengals are playing on house money, um, and I just feel like this is a space where they barely escaped the Raiders. And this is a whole different type of offensive juggernaut that's coming their way. The Bengals didn't play particularly good on defense, and they had a lot of stupid penalties. And I don't think those are the kind of mistakes that you can make against a team like the Titans. And, and Joey's going to be under some pressure today. You know, it is, it's been a while since he's faced, you know. I mean, he, he got a little pressure against the Raiders, but Raiders can capitalize on that. But the Titans are going to come with different stunts up the middle, pressure on the side, on the edges. They'll blitz a little if they can. And, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough for him to get adjusted as the game goes on. It might have some. It might be a shootout. I, I like the first half over in the beginning, 
I feel like they're, 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 it's going to be a lot of fireworks and the Bengals are going to feel like they'll come in hot and they can do what they want to do. But overall, I think it's going to, it's going to be too much for them in the end. If, it, if the game becomes close and it's not and the Bengals don't jump them, then they're going to run the ball and then they're not going to stop until somebody stops them. And then at that, some point, you're going to have to call the single coverage or a single high safety. And that means you got one-on-one with A.J. Brown or Julio Jones and to me, with them, with Eli Apple as your best starting corner, uh, I don't, I don't like that at all. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough spot, man, for the Bengals uh, coming off a big win, um, and now you got to go on the road where they really haven't. They played, uh, they played decent on the road, but their performances are um, much different at home versus on the road, and. I think in this game, they're going to be overmatched on the front line, defensive line and offensive line. So on both sides of the football. So that's, it's tough to ask a team to go on the road uh, in a situation like this. And you're, you're going to be up against it um, when it comes to the um, the game in the trenches. Um, and like you said before, they're going to run the ball and, you know, if they they can't stop them from running the ball, then it's it's going to be trouble because now uh, you're going to get A.J. Green coming across the middle. Um, you're going to have to commit guys. And um, this that 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 Bengals secondary hasn't been great this year. So uh, no Larry Ogunjobi. That's a big that's a big loss. Uh, you're talking about a Pro Bowl D tackle who's made a lot of plays for them up front. You're going to miss that. Um, so. I can only look towards the Titans side here. Um, I actually think they score some points. Uh, so I like the total team total over uh, 24 and a half. Um, I like the, uh, and I like Tennessee money line as well. Um, and then as far as player prop in this side, I like uh, AJ Brown um, over 74 and a half receiving yards. Um, I think he'll get opportunities for single coverage and uh, be able to make some yards after the play, uh, yards after the catch as well. Um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a tough spot for the Bengals, man. Um, but I could see this game where Tennessee starts fast and then the Bengals are forced to throw in, you know, they got a chance to cover back door and, you know, get some yards and throw the ball, be aggressive towards the backside end of the game to kind of try to keep it close. So, um uh, the Titans' first half isn't a bad look, so I'm, I'm kind of with you in that. Uh, when you're thinking over, I'm thinking the Titans score score uh, in the first half mostly. Try to maybe milk it a little bit in the second half. Yeah. I I, I agree with you on that 100%. Cool. You got uh, got any prop picks or anything else on that game outside of the, the side? Um, oh, you said that was, first half over, right? Yeah, I actually was looking at the um, – there's a couple ones I think is interesting. Uh, Derek Henry to score a touchdown uh, in each half, so two touchdowns total is plus 650. And uh, the one the one that's interesting is Joe Burrow and Ryan Tannehill to combine for 550 passing yards and to throw five touchdown passes, plus 650. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot of that. Yeah, or Joe Burrow and Ryan Tannehill to have 300 pass yards a piece, a plus a thousand. Mm, okay, so some long so, shot yeah. plus monies. Okay. <laughs> yeah, long <laughs> shot plus money. So that's that's tough. Uh, but the only thing else I've seen is uh, uh, Joe Burrow. It's uh, minus 166 
over under uh, one and a half touchdown passes. I like to over on it. If, if, if the game is somewhat close, I don't think they uh, <laughs> I don't I think he got to score a touchdown. But also like and also like anytime uh, touchdown score Joe Mixon, because I think they're gonna have to run the ball to beat the Titans if if they're gonna beat them. That's a good point. Well, that's it. That's all I got for that one. Cool. Next game we got here, we got the Niners at the Packers. Green Bay favorite five and a half, total 47 and a half. This one opened Green Bay five and a half, total 44. Uh, got up as to high as six. Um, we've seen some little bit of five briefly, uh, right back to five and a half. Niners coming off that win uh, at Dallas 23-17. Green Bay coming off the first round bye. Uh, we're going to get freezing temperatures in this thing. So it's going to be real playoff Lambo field Green Bay type of football. So, um, and we get a physical football team coming in here. So we're going to get a, I think we're going to get a great game uh, in this second one today. Um, I'll let you go ahead and spin, spin first on your, on your thoughts on this one. Yeah, I honestly don't believe this game. It'll start off close, but I, I don't think the Niners are going to be able to sustain this game. Um, and not because I'm a Packer fan. I just I got to I got a little frustrated watching all this goddamn hype, and it put me in research mode. And I just I just can't believe you watch the film. Like I watched the I watched all three NFC Championship games, and um, these the, the Niners, the the media and the, the analysts, it was key to me because they they are reminiscing these old games and sometimes games are about history and, and things like that. I get it. But um, in this particular game, this Niners defense is nowhere near like the other defenses that the Packers have played. I mean, I mean, at all, <laughs> we're talking about Navarro Bowman, Patrick Willis. I mean, this, these defensive teams were monsters. I mean, you, you would, you could argue and say that the, the 2012 and 13 Niners defense was probably the, Probably a top what thirty defense of all time, top twenty maybe, if you want to call it. It was pretty. It was pretty stout. Um, even the two thousand nineteen defense last year, that pat uh, they played the, when the Packers played there, and you, me and you, when we were talking about that, you even said the Packers were over or were overmatched in twenty nineteen. That was Aaron Rodgers' what first year with Lafleur. Um, yeah. Not a lot of awesome system play. We were probably wasn't even supposed to be there. We beat the teams that was in front of us. And and we and beat the Cowboys. Well, not the Cowboys. We beat whoever we beat in the playoffs that year. And we made the NFC Championship game. We got throttled by a defense that just was overwhelming. You know, Robert Saleh had that defense killing people all year. And they damn near took out Patrick Mahomes, too. So uh, I just – to me, there's, there's so many different factors. The running game for me is, is big, even for the Packers. Everybody's been on the Niners hype. And the Niners don't even have the best rushing attack you know, on the field tonight. And I think we're going to get a heavy dose of Aaron uh, Aaron Jones. And we're going to have a, a heavy dose of A.J. Dillon. I even like the prop of Aaron Jones over 50 yards, rushing yards. I just think that if, you, if you're going to play this game day as a Packer, you know, them playing, this game is personal for them because they've been getting dogged in the media all year long. The analysts are picking them, but you don't hear the analysts talk about how Packers win this game. You just like them to pick them. That's why it was kind of a spin for me. But Zadarius back, Woody Merciless is back. I'm pretty sure we'll hear Jari Alexander's going to play tonight in the next couple hours. Fully loaded team. You got, and against the run, against Shanahan's run, you need defense in that can set the edge. And with Darius back, you know, 15, 20 plays he might get, that's a huge, you know, you know, uh, space for them. And Darius has been known to rush in the middle. 
So I just think it's going to be a lot of pressure on them. I, I mean, Trent Williams is the best left tackle in football. Um, but on that offensive line, it, they're going to have their, they're going to have their work cut out for them too. They're going to get – Jimmy's going to get hit. And how's that shoulder going to test up? How's that thumb going to test? And that thumb in the cold is, is, no, is no joke. And this is not a type of offense I think they can just say, we're going to run the ball 50 times on Green Bay and we're going to win. They're going to run the ball. They're going to, they're going to have to. But to say they're going to run the ball 50 times and Green Bay is not going to be able to stop them, I just can't see it, honestly. I, I can't see it at all. Uh, Jairi comes back, that takes away one half of your field. I mean, his shoulder is hurt, but his feet and footwork and, and make you think twice before you're throwing the ball on him. Um, Russell Douglas, you know, all Pro Bowl alternate as well. Like they're gonna they're gonna clamp up over on the side. So I could see them, you know, uh, bringing Amos down and let him play the run as well and making Jimmy beat you. <clears throat> and if you lose with Jimmy beat you, then hey, it is what it is. But I don't think the Niners defense can do anything to the Packers offense. I mean, Green Bay gives up sacks all the time. You know, like Aaron Rodgers was in the middle of packing getting sacked, but you know, still, you know, MVP season even if he was getting hit. And this is the first time that the the Niners have seen this offensive line. Josh Myers is the biggest center in football. He's huge. He's a rookie, and I don't think people realize that either. <clears throat> Billy Turner is back, and Bakhtiari most likely will play. So to me, I just feel like it's it's, just, oh, it's I think that the Packers are, are the more far more superior team, and to me, they they're coached equally. Not Shanahan just doesn't have a ferocious defense to bail him out this time, and I think you'll you'll see this as what you'll see it in this game as well. Yeah, it's uh, this is a it's a good one. I mean, you look at the media. We talk about this. Uh, you know, the media has really been pushing uh, pro Niners this week. So always leery of that. Now, most of the money is on the Packers, but it's almost like you know we got to conjure up some some more people to some more fields to to take that Niner side to the to the window and. You know, that's uh, that's one part I, I look at it. The other part of the narrative side is, you know, um, you know, what 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 do what do they want to see in the next round? You know, I don't think if they get a chance to see Rodgers and Brady play that they're gonna let that opportunity pass up. So, you know, it's one of those things where the Niners been playing, but sometimes you just, you know, hit the wall. They've been playing a lot of playoff level type football games for the past few weeks trying to ensure that they even get into the playoffs. So, you know, they got kind of – it was a tough game last week. A couple of the guys got beat up. And, you know, like you said, you know, you get a team from – one, a team from California going to go play in freezing degree weather. They don't practice in that. They don't play in that. The only advantage I say that – the only thing going for them good as far as the weather is the type of football they play allows them to be able to translate. Um, but you know, like so Jimmy G trying to throw the football, you know, when you got a shoulder and a hand injury, you know, it only takes one time for him to land wrong on that hand, him to hit that hand, um, you know, and, or that arm. And, you know, he's not going to be the, in that type of weather, you know, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the same. So it's, I'm not sure if that's something that they were ready to, ready to play in either. And, you know, I think they can start, I think they'll start um competitive i think the game would be close to start Um, absolutely i I agree with that fully yeah just because the matchup just is it's a matchup that just favors the niners schematically but they'll be able to run the football but how long like you said how long can they continue to rely upon that eventually they're gonna have to make some plays and 
you know, I think in the second half, that's where you see the ninth the the Packers uh, you know, make a few plays to be able to, you know, kind of put the lid on this game. So um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they were using everybody's all Debo wasn't used well. Like I watched a lot of clips of them use Debo. He just wasn't, you know, Devon uh Devontae Campbell was a monster in that Niner game, 12 tackles, tackle for loss. I mean, he just was all over the field and and it just makes your defense play different when you don't have to worry about them. I don't I don't think you can sell out against the I don't think you can sell out against a run against Shanahan because Shanahan and, Mc, and I gotta start including McDaniel because I wasn't aware of, you know, how incredibly genius he is on the, the OC for the Niners as well. Like all them boys were together, you know, Zach Staley, LaFleur, um, uh, what's his name? Sean McVay and Shanahan were all boys, you know, and now they're all pretty much at their high at their almost at their highest ranking positions. But um yeah, I just think there's a lot, you know, and, and you just get in. Zendarius is a big dude. He's six, he's six five and two seventy-five coming back just to set an edge. That's something that you gotta pay attention to. So if you gotta put Trent on his side, you can move Preston in the middle. I think it's gonna be a lot. And 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 what we said before, the Packers jumped up on the Niners. They they had them 17-7. And and like we said, if the Packers come and jump them early, it'll be a ball game. But if the Niners come out and score maybe seven to ten or ten to seven. They can keep the game close and we can see more of a competitive game. But at, at some point, I think this game is going to be blown wide open. And I, I, I don't, I, I think Aaron Rodgers has to take this game more personal than anything. Because I think the last two minutes he checked, the two times they played in the playoffs, or even the three times it's been in, it's been in California. So and I think one of those games may have been in, in, in Green Bay. So, like you said, weather is a big thing. We got two big running back. I think, I think, and also I think the game plan changes. Like I remember me and you discussed early in the season that they were stat padded for Aaron Rodgers in the goal line, you know, in, in the red zone offense. I think that's why a lot of the red zone offense was stagnant and they didn't have their 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 offensive line as well. I mean, Aaron Rodgers played with three rookies all year and people don't even realize that. But I think now it's more like we're going to win the game. We don't care about Aaron Rodgers' stats. And I think that's what's going to show. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Uh, again, it's you know, it's it's the matchup. You know, um, I it's just at some point in this game, you know, can the Niners sustain? And I don't know if they can sustain um, sustain for a whole game in this one. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I just wouldn't be surprised if uh, even with the money on Green Bay, it's not really moving up anymore. Uh, so it's, no. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, if the game is is close. I wouldn't even be surprised if San Francisco covers and Green Bay wins. But I don't think uh, yeah, absolutely uh, Green Bay losing the game in this case. No, I mean they got a player prop. I mean they got a prop right now for. Packers double result, uh, only only plus two fifty. So to me, that says like, oh, okay. So you think they're gonna win by by eleven? That that's that, that's a lot in a playoff game. And I just feel like you know, hot team. And me, and you always because like, when's the last time we've seen a dominant run team just run through the playoffs and win? You know, at some point, you know, your quarterback is going to have to decide that feat. Yeah, and I just. Gotta make a play. And and Ryan do run the ball very well. They didn't do they didn't really run the ball well against the Packers. I mean, it just wasn't like that early in the season. And everybody talks about oh, Green Bay's been giving up yards against the, the Browns. The Browns ran on everybody. <laughs> wasn't even close. I mean, the Browns pretty much dangle everybody. And that offensive line is really good. And 
it just was different. So I just fully expect this game to be a I'm I'm leaning the ten to fourteen point range because I think if if Aaron Rodgers come in and they score first, if they score first, they're gonna route them. Because if the Packers score in a seven zero, then now you Shanahan, okay, we can run the ball, and if it it goes to be a stop, and they got to pump the ball and they give them the ball back, game plan gonna change. And I think Lafleur knows that you jump their ass, this game's over. Yeah, no, I agree with that. So, so would you? So even Green Bay, if you like Green Bay, first half is another way you. Yeah, I think. I think if you think that they're gonna win, I think you have to be on the Green Bay first half side, and I do think they're gonna win. I, I think they have to start fast. I can't see them at a night game going into halftime down to the Niners. I just don't. I'm not saying it's gonna be over half. Because remember, Green Bay was up at half, seventeen seven. Niners came back. Yeah, they yeah. scored shit. I think they scored what twenty one points in the second half. So they were moving the ball. I mean, Jimmy G was actually was completing passes. And he was moving the ball fairly well. And I think Aaron Rodgers them had to come up. You know, they only scored uh, what thirteen points in the second half. So it was enough, but it, it wasn't a lot. So like, I'm with you on that. Uh, the first half is very interesting to look at. But I like Aaron Rodgers uh, in, uh, over two touchdown passes today. Oh, um, and then. Uh, you know, like Aaron Jones, over 50 yard rushing. Got you. Yeah, my uh, I just uh, like Green Bay money line, so I'll probably pair this one with Tennessee. Tennessee money line, but yeah, that's that's my only look on that one. Um, you got anything else? No, no, that's that game. Cool. Next game we got here, we got the Rams at the Bucks, Tampa Bay favorite three, total of 48. This one opened Tampa Bay minus one and a half, total 47 and a half. So a little under money and looks like there's been some uh, Tampa Bay money from the start. This one dropped down to two and a half briefly. Now I say go back up to three. Uh, Rams coming off that loss. Uh, I'm sorry, Rams coming off that win at home against Arizona 34-11. Bucks coming off that uh, home playoff win as well, 31-15 to the Eagles. Um, man, this is a, it's an interesting game because I, I, I originally like the – and I still do if I'm a, if I would take the side. I'm, I'm going to take yeah. the Rams side. But it, it also is weird because it's one of those games that feels like playoff time for some reason just finds a way to, like, out – just do something. I don't, it's weird. You know, it's just a weird feeling about it, but yeah, absolutely. But um, yeah, I'm looking at this game and I'm, uh, I'm looking at the Ram side at the plus three. Um, and this is a game that the uh, defensive front should dominate um, both sides. Both teams have top five run defenses, both teams, top five and creating pressure uh both teams are um you know if you had to take a defensive front um probably top five so uh, i think both teams will struggle running the football um so i i see a lot of passing um i was uh, also looking at tom brady's passing stats because uh, i actually like his pass attempts over it wasn't wasn't up last night, so I haven't seen if it was up yet this morning. But um, 
I think this is a game he's going to end up passing up, having to throw the ball a lot. And they've been throwing the ball a lot in general. But last time they played this game, he threw the ball 55 times. Um, last game he played Philadelphia, they blew him out. He threw the ball 37 times. And then last year when they played the Rams, they lost as well. This was the Jared Goff-led Rams. He threw the ball 48 times. So I think schematically this defense forces him to throw the football. So any prop I see with his attempts under 40, um, I, I would take the over because uh, I think he'll throw the ball 45-plus times this game. Um, I agree. Yeah. But, yeah, Rams plus three and uh, Brady over passing attempts was uh, two angles I was looking at on this one. What you what you looking at? Um, I like the under on this game. I think the Rams are going to win, but uh, I'm leaning. I'm leaning with. The, I'm leaning with the. Uh, I'm rocking with the under on this game. I can't see. Um, I just can't. There's there's too much going on. If these offensive linemen are even playing, they're going to play. I, I can't see a scenario where they don't play. But um, that defense is hot, and they've been stopping the run. And the Bucks got to run. And, and how you beat Brady will interior pressure. It just seems like this is a year that the Rams is going to get it done and get to the NFC Championship. I, I can just, you can just feel it. Me, you discussed that we like the Rams won a Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. So, not too surprised about that. But these injuries are understated, man. You you have to double team. You can't have your center with a bad ankle going against that behemoth, that behemoth monster. I don't even think that's even, I don't even think that's realistic. You know, you, 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 you put him out there, but then you can't put Scott Wells in there against him because he'll toss him around all game and then. Brady won't have a time to throw and won't have time to do anything, and that's going to be horrible too. But on the flip side, the Rams' line is trash as well, and yeah. <laughs> those monsters on the defense and JPP. Um, I can't think of the name right now. I just had it in my head. Uh, the other uh, sack monster on the other side as well. Um, then you have the two linebackers. I, I think they're going to make Matt Stafford's life uncomfortable tonight, tomorrow. I think it's going to. They're going to hit him. He's going to throw a pick because he always throws picks now, which is strange to me. He's going to throw a pick. The offense line, what word was hurt on his ankle? And you you can't send him against, you know, JPP and them boys on that side and expect him to hold up at four years old with a bum ankle. I don't, I don't foresee that. Um, that's why I don't see success on a lot of big offensive showdown like people are expecting. I'm thinking more lines at 21-17 or maybe even, you know, like what, maybe 24-17, something around there, but – I think the Rams win, but I think this game is going to be a defense. I'm actually looking forward to the hard hitting and the and all that. Jalen Ramsey will probably clamp Mike Evans, but Bray always finds seems to find a receiver that can help him. I think you'll see a lot of Scotty Miller if he you know if he's you know fully healthy. A lot of two tight end sets, and they'll still go try to run the ball on the Rams regardless. They'll they'll try to run, and the Rams are going to try to run as well. So I don't think Tampa can successfully pass on them a lot. I think Brady will have maybe about two, 230, 240 passing yards, maybe 250. But I think it's hard when you take Mike Evans out the equation and you, you make everything else rush. And then you got Brady pretty much having to throw the ball faster than he used to, used to have to throw it. So I, I'm I'm rolling with the under. I think the Rams win, but I'll, the safer bet for me is the under. Yeah, I could see a lot of field goals, a lot of third and long. Absolutely. Um, a lot of, uh, you know, just – stall drives just because I think they're going to be forced. I think they'll try to run the football. Um, but, you know, how many they get on each successful runs on each down, um, that would be the part that would I would I would kind of be can be concerned with. Uh, but I think they'll try. They got you I mean, you got to, you know, especially the 
Uh, I think uh, Fournette, Fournette should be back this week. I think Jones is mm-hmm. out still, but they'll have a little bit of girth, a little bit of help because they'll need it uh, playing against this D-line trying to run the ball. But, yeah, if they, I mean, I look at it as in this, in this game, they probably they could be behind. So if they're behind, you know, they're going to throw throw the ball a lot more. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. If I'm looking at the total, I'm looking under on this one as well. Yeah, absolutely. And this is going to be a tough game. You know, two grimy defensive teams who like to hit and like to be physical. Uh, I think they're just an evil match team. And let's be honest, the Rams have had their number the last two years. So this year and last year. So the only difference is they just meet each other, meet each other in the playoffs. And this is the time. And this is probably Tom Brady's weakest team since he's, you know, since, it, I mean, you would say total, you know, with the receivers out. Not a lot of time, not a lot of separation and not a lot of time to get the ball out and not a lot of offensive choices. So it's going to be, I think, more rushing out than we probably expect. Let me pull out the props real quick. I had a minute. Let's see here. They didn't move. Oh, here we go. Well, so let's see what props we got here. I was looking at real good. Most passing yards, Tom Bray or Matt Stafford. That's, a, that's, that's an interesting one. Uh, I want to lean my Stafford, but Bray, you know, garbage time. If they losing, it could be up. Say so I Tom Brady at 288, over 288 passing yards. I like the under on that. Uh, and Matt Stafford uh, over two, over under 277 and a half. Got you. Yeah, and then Tom Brady, I, I'll also encourage you to look at Tom Brady over under uh, two and a half touchdown passes. Uh, I'm, I'm liking the I'm liking the under on that. Oh yeah, it's actually minus two hundred. Yeah. yeah. That's a, that, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't have anything else on this one. It was uh, no, Tom either. Brady over past the terms. I don't even see it up on. Uh, no, I don't see that either. <laughs> on FanDuel and. Um, and the Rams plus the three. Um, also, if you get Rams two and a half, that's also not a bad teaser look. If you want to push it up six point teaser up to eight and a half, get that uh, get that value of going through some good key numbers. So, and uh, another game we're talking about here. If you're looking at teasers, I think those are the best options this week. Um, anything else on that uh, Bucks Rams game? No, not at all. Next game we got here, Bills at the Chiefs. Kansas City favorite two, total 54. This one opened Kansas City two, total 52 and a half. So some movement on the total going up. And this game dropped down a little bit. I saw it at one point down to one and a half, came back up to two. Um, Bills coming off of that blowout win at home against the Patriots, 47 uh, 47-17. Chiefs coming off a blowout win at home versus the Pittsburgh Steelers, 42-21. Um, man, this is uh, this might be the AFC championship game um, right here. Uh, these two teams met last year in the AFC championship, and they've been kind of going back and forth trying to uh, find – trying to take the AFC throne here for the past few years. So I think we'll get a good matchup here tight ball game, a um, lot of talent on the field, could see some fireworks, but uh, 
I don't know. We'll see. What's your thoughts on this one? Shootout. Shoot. <laughs> I think this is again about to be a shootout. Uh, the Chiefs' defense are playing good, but man, that that that, that boy from from Central Valley is is, is on fire. <laughs> I don't think he's in the space where you feel like. Uh, I don't think they can do anything to stop him, and I think they forgot about you know losing last year when they when they felt like they should have won. It's gonna be a fireworks. I think it's gonna be a, a this. I wouldn't be surprised if it's like 35, 41. I don't have a side because I'm not really sure who's gonna win. I know people riding with the Bills. A lot of people pick the Bills and win the Super Bowl. It seems like they caught hot at the right time. But man, I just it's hard to bet against Mahomes because he's never out of games, and and it's hard to, hard to bet against Josh Allen because it's very rarely you can you can stop him. I feel like they had to snag offensively early in the season, but. I don't know, whatever, whatever they ate before that Patriot game gave them some confidence. And that's the worst time of confidence you want to have. You want to look at the the Patriots like they're no longer, you know, the the dominant team anymore. It's like we're we're, we're this is our division, this is our conference, and you know, you gotta go out there and beat the beast. So it'll be interesting to watch. I'm I'm just looking at the over at all. It's a very interesting game to watch. I think it's probably my favorite game to watch of the weekend because you just don't know who's gonna win. Right, but no side um, for me. Uh, I can't have a side for this one. <laughs> yeah, um, I lean towards the uh, towards the Buffalo side, but you know something about this game. You know, um, I I don't know if taking a side is really. Um, I wouldn't be. I, I wouldn't feel. With great confidence taking the side in this game, so I'm kind of with you on the aspect of kind of watching it. But uh, if uh, if I was on t- if I was on play the side, I would tease this game with um, with the Rams. If you can use this game at two, you can get two to uh, from from uh, plus two up to plus eight, so you get your six point teaser on both of those. Um, yeah, it's to me this the key thing that might hurt the Bills in this matchup is uh, we, we've been talking about the injury to, to Tredavious White, and this might be one of those games where now they really feel his uh, him not being there because they got to actually play a team that's going to attack them uh, through the air. And, you know, down your Pro Bowl corner is not on the road is, you know, this is one of those situations where, you know, he shows that why he gets paid the big bucks. So that could hurt them in this game. So uh, I'm with you. You know, if the Bills are going to beat this team, they're going to have to do it by scoring. And I think they can score against the Chiefs. I think they found yeah, something absolutely. in that last matchup. You know, I think I think Josh Allen in that game, it was, it was pretty crazy. I want to say he had some absurd number as far as his yards per completion in that game. I mean, they were just a you know, different Chiefs team then than now. You know, I give them credit for that. But um, you know, they have they you could tell that they found something offensively against this team that they that they liked, uh, that they were rocking with. And you know, I gotta think that that continues to carry on. And I, I don't see um I can see the Chiefs having some some success moving the ball as well. Um so the outside of uh you know that that uh suggested teaser there. I, I look at Josh Allen over 36 and a half passing attempts. Um, I think whether they're winning or losing, uh, they're going to have to stay aggressive. Um, and, you know, if you're trying to beat the champions, you got to go kill them. So I think 
they're going to go out there and be aggressive and be who they are. Um, and if they're down, he's going to throw the ball. And their identity is throwing the ball. So um, I think uh, I think he ended up throwing the ball 40, 40 times this game. So I like the over yeah, 36 and passing attempts. Yeah, that's a good one. I agree with you. I think he's definitely going to throw the ball over 36 times. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, – but, yeah, if I'm taking the side, I'm leaning bills. If I'm taking the total, I'm leaning over uh, with you there and uh, prop Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen over 36 and a half passing attempts. Yeah, I agree. Cool. Uh, anything else on that one? No, nothing for me. I mean, it's my favorite one to watch of the week. I think it's going to be a, a, a shootout. I think is it before or the last game? That's the last they game. Or put Brady at the last, the last game. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a good game. No, I think that's. I think it's gonna be a, gonna be a good one as well. Um, let's see, any uh, any any uh, one of these games you feel like uh, one of these teams that could get upset, one of these favorites. Which uh, um, which team? Which team you feel I, I, like I think, ups, underdog is the most likely to win? I think this the, week? I think the Rams are the most likely underdog to win, but I mean, I would say you would say the Bengals too. I mean, I think I mean at least at this point, this is most likely. I, I believe most likely with the with the Chiefs and most likely with the uh, uh, with the with the 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 Bucks. I kind of feel most confident about the Rams uh, amongst all the games. I mean, I think the Packers gonna win as well, but I, I think the Rams game it, it just it don't Brady don't have all his luck, and I think his luck runs out. And I hope they don't send him into retirement, but I can just see a game where this game should just be it should be a lock of the week for a lot of people. The uh, for the Rams side, yeah, on the Rams side, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, that plus three. That's uh, that's just tough, you know. They, I think they just have the schematically. They they have what you need to kind of bother Brady. Um, absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, I, I can. It's like you always say, it's all about matchups. Because if the Rams were coming to Green Bay, I, I I'd be still rolling with Green Bay because you know I, they 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 put up forty uh, thirty five points a game on the Rams on the average, so. You know, you look at that and you're like, okay, so like you said, it's all about matching who you catch at the right time. And right now the Rams are just catching them. Even if Green Bay was catching the Bucks on a divisional round game, I would still be leaning Green Bay because the Bucks are just so beat up. Beat up. And without all them weapons and the weapons. You know, the Packers got destroyed last year because you know they they just they the Bucks just had hella weapons and it's just and he just found them all, every last one of them. So, you know, this is all about matches. And I think the Rams don't have enough cornerbacks. If 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 A B and Godwin was playing, I wouldn't like the Rams on this game at all because I don't think their secondary is good enough to hold up against that. But against a team like now with all their weapons, this is a bad matchup for the for the Bucks. Bad beat up on the old line. Like yeah. yeah, it's not a good one. Yeah. No, it's 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 bad. Uh, and I'm with you. Yeah, I think the Rams, that matchup is uh it's tough for them because they just can't stop the Packers from scoring. Like they no. just schematically, their defense too, yeah. doesn't doesn't take anything away from Rodgers. It don't even matter. No, and they can't stop them. And they ain't be able to stop the run. <laughs> can't stop them from running either. So it's like if the Rams don't give up the run, you can you can do what you want against the Rams because they play a passive um, passive on the back end of the defense. You know, and it don't even matter if Rams match up against Adams because I mean, I, and I think I haven't said this uh before but um 
I think Aaron, I think we have to start talking about Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. That connection is probably yeah. one of the greatest one-two connections that we've seen. And not just and crazy, football, right? <laughs> not just football, but like in sports, because they they're like on they're like so dialed into what each other wants to do. It don't really, there's really no defense you can play to to stop no. them from doing anything. You have well, to really there triple was. team them. <laughs> I was there was that's the Baltimore Ravens shit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's but it's crazy that you mentioned it because it's like he had the same kind of chemistry with Jordy Nelson, but this is deeper. You know, Jordan Nelson was blowing the top off the defenses and you couldn't stop it. But Devontae Adams is a better athlete. You know, he's not as fast as Jordan Nelson. I wouldn't play as fast. <laughs> he, he, he chopping blocks, but it is crazy to see him develop. You know, like you said, Devontae, that, you know, that that's so deep of a relationship with him that you can't stop him. <laughs> <laughs> there's no there's no defense for him. And, and, and Niners don't have a cornerback to stop it. Even Jalen Ramsey couldn't even handle it. And no games they played. So no, it, no. it's tough. <laughs> No, he just they just on a whole different just type of connection. So there's no answer for that. So, you know, um, so, yeah, the Rams just can't take nothing away from Packers. So, you know, that's another game that if they play it again, I'll be looking at Packers team total over. uh, We can't come out in the game. Um, Same line. I think that I think it probably come out. Green Bay, six and a half. Green Bay, six and a half. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it probably dropped to six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wrote rough around the same. It says a lot. Yeah, right? It's, um, yeah, and the total, I would say the total, I would probably put the total maybe around 50. Maybe 50 and a half, 51, mm. somewhere around. Yeah, that I agree. Range. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, too. Yeah, that's a good, that's, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we got to start throwing those in more as far as what we Yeah, have. absolutely. We're predicting lines, yeah. Yeah, predicting the lines. So, we'll, we'll start incorporating that, man, for sure. I, I, don't think any, I don't think anything on the AFC Championship, no matter who wins, none of those lines are going over four. I think if the Bengals make it and they play, since, they play the Chiefs, you got to keep that line at three and a half, four, because the Bengals are a show they can beat them. Um, and then if you plan, if you go on the Titans versus the Chiefs, you know, you got to have that around three and a half, four. Titans versus the Buffalo Bills. I mean, you got to keep that around. So I don't know if there's any line on AFC next week that can go over, that can go over four and a half, four, four and a half. Oh. No matter uh, matchup. No, I think if either the Bills, I think if the Titans got to go to – I mean, I'm not sorry, not the Titans. The Chiefs got to go to the Tennessee, Tennessee. next week. I think it'll come yeah, out absolutely. probably Kansas City minus three. You think Kansas City would be favored in that game? Yeah. Oof. Oh, man. I don't know. That's a lot. Three? Oh, oof. I'm saying more lines than one, one, one and a half, Tennessee. They shally whacked them when they played them early in the season. I mean, it wasn't even close. And then traveling Tennessee, that's tough. I'm acting, I ain't going to be surprised if it is that, but I, I – there's no way I'm giving them three. I, ain't no I think way Tennessee. I think Tennessee would be. I think Kansas City would be favorite in the game. Ooh, they shouldn't be, but yeah, I can. I can understand that, but I don't know. Depend. I guess it all depends on the results. Um, if if Tennessee goes out here and blows Cincinnati out, that that they don't have a choice but to put the line at, at Tennessee favorite. I'm gonna say one though. I'm gonna say one, one and a half Tennessee. 
Okay. I'm, I might be if, a little if, 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 if it's that. It depends. But it all depends. If the Kansas come out and blow Buffalo Bills out, I can see you at the three. I would, I have, I would understand you. I, I could be high. I could also see what like Kansas City one and a half, like a little lower. Yeah, low. I can see them, but you're right. You could, they definitely could be favored because they've been there before. There's new territory for the Titans. Yeah, it, what if it's Bengals and Chiefs? Bengals and, and, and Chiefs in Kansas City. Uh, probably Kansas City minus Kansas City minus four, four and a half. Oof. Yeah, I can see that too. I, I think that's I, I think that's good as well. You're gonna get a lot of Bengals money though, because they're gonna be rooting for underdogs. Yeah, you'll get bang, you'll get Bengals money. I wouldn't even be surprised. Uh, that might be a that might be a little high. Well, because it was it, I mean, it was five. I mean, it was five. Uh, I think it might come out like five. Because it was five in Kansas City. They they lost by t- they lost by three points. I mean, it was three points, yeah. So it's uh you know how much do you take into account? They lost by three points on the road. So I would say it probably comes. So if it comes down a little bit, you gotta think that if they was in Kansas City that game to be they was seven and a half, eight point favorite. So it probably come down to like Kansas City five. I'll say five. Kansas City five. I can see that. What about uh what about Tennessee and Buffalo in Tennessee? I would say I'm Buffalo thinking... minus. Two. I can see that. I'm, I'm in agreement with you on that one. Yeah, just because the last game they played, Derrick Henry played, it was close. Buffalo had a chance to beat them. Yeah. Tennessee and Cincy and Tennessee. Titans. Cincy. I got Titans five. Say it again. I got Tennessee five if they play in Tennessee, Cincy versus the Titans. Oh, I'm but sorry. They, not, they can't play each other. I forgot they can't play each other. Yeah. But yeah, no, I would. Buffalo against. What would you what would you put the line if it was Buffalo? Buffalo and Tennessee? Yeah. I'm gonna be with you. I'm probably gonna roll with the I'm gonna flirt with the one and a half two range. Yeah. Yeah, Buffalo, the Buffalo, Buffalo two range. I like that. So that'd be interesting. I think Packers and I think Packers and Rams and Packers going six. If it's Packers and and Tampa, does Tampa get a favorite? No, I think you get Green Bay three and a half. Or okay. four. I can see that. I, or I, four. I, yeah. Because uh, probably you get some, I'll say three and a half. Yeah, I'm wishing that. What about Niners? What about Niners and, 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 and Bucks or Niners and Rams? Well, now, yeah, the, Niners uh, Bucks, Bucks, Bucks will get Touchdown. the Niners at home, I will say. Touchdown. Yeah, probably, yeah, Tampa Bay, seven, six and a half. I'd say probably six yeah. and a half. Six and a half, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Against the Rams, that might be a, uh, in L.A. Niners already beat them in L.A. Um, I'm going to say four, four and a half, maybe five. If the Niners had to play the Rams. Yeah. Or the, okay, then I'd be – they would have to play in L.A. Yeah, in L.A. Yeah, you'd probably get um, – uh, probably Rams two and a half, three. I still probably give them a field goal, honestly. Mm, okay, I can see that as well. Yeah, but you'll probably get some Niners Niners money on that, so you'll get it down to two and a half. But I think you'll probably get some people buy back on the Rams with a field goal. So I would say I was 
I'll, I'll probably put it at three. Rams three. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But, uh, yeah. That's it for me. Let's just let's get this exciting. We got a couple hours of good chill and relax, but I'm I'm definitely looking forward to uh to this one. Yeah, no, these be some, some cool ones. And then uh I'll run down I run down my minds for the my plays here um to check for the for the show. Yeah, absolutely. Um straight best Tennessee money line. Tennessee team, uh, Tennessee Titans team total over 24 and a half. Green Bay money line, Rams plus three. Player props, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady over passing attempts. Buffalo, Josh Allen over 36 and a half passing attempts. Tennessee, AJ, uh, AJ Brown over 74 and a half receiving yards. Um, two team money, money line parlay, Green Bay, Tennessee money line. And if you want to play a teaser, Buffalo plus two up to Buffalo plus eight, Rams plus two and a half if you can get it up to Rams plus eight and a half, six point teaser. Which yeah, I like that. I got a, I got a, a Tennessee Titans. I'll take the minus two hundred money line. Uh, Packers cover the full spread. Um, I like the Rams and Bucks over under forty eight and a half. Um, Buffalo Bills and Chiefs. I like the fifty three. Uh, over uh, Cincinnati, I like Joe Mixon anytime touchdown. I like that the most. Um, for the San Francisco background, I like Aaron Jones over 50 yards. And I'm looking at AJ Dillon anytime touchdown. Um, LA Rams game, I like the under on Tom Brady, 288 yards passing. And then uh, let me see, I have one for the Bills. Um, anytime, anytime touchdown score, uh, Stefan Diggs plus 120. Yes, sir. Cool. And you got anything else? No, that's it for me. Wrap up divisional week. Yes, sir. Hey, man, appreciate y'all tuning in to the All Bets In show with my guy, Sports Divisional Round, episode 19. Um, you can always catch us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram, my guys with a Z underscore sports, and Twitter at my guys sports. I'm B Spurl. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. That's Spurl Online. And where can they find you at, Rich? Uh, Moneyline Rich on uh, Rich Will on IG. And then uh, my guys, Rich Will on Twitter. Check us out. Yes, sir. And, uh, Comments, post your post your picks, uh, email as well, team at myguysports.com. Let us know what you think. Let us know about the show. And uh, thank you all for tuning in. Y'all cash them tickets. Yeah, cash them tickets. Y'all have a good weekend. Later. Thanks for tuning in to All Bets In with My Guy Sports. With My Guy Sports. Check us out next time and remember to bet responsibly.